If you love listening to Girls With Goals and other podcasts like ours, and you've ever thought about making your own, then let's talk about Anchor. First off, it's free, which is amazing because there are so many cool things you can do with Anchor to make your podcast a reality. You can record and edit right on Anchor using your phone or your computer, and then Anchor will distribute your episodes to Spotify, Apple, anywhere you want your podcast, Anchor does it for you. Anchor works with Spotify, so you can add any song straight from Spotify into your podcast. You can even make money off of your podcast through Anchor. It's really just everything you would need or want in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Girls With Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine and Caroline. Wow, I can't believe we're already recording the fourth episode, and we've been doing this for a month. I feel like we recorded the first one literally yesterday, but thank you guys for being along for the ride and being here. If you aren't already following us over on Instagram and TikTok, go do that, because that's where all of the consistent content is at. So much. <laughs> um, I'm at just at Caroline Kaneen on all of those platforms. And- just my name at Anne Catherine Kaneen everywhere or it's linked in the show notes mm-hmm. also Hello. follow the girls with goals Instagram page as well we're posting we're using that as like it's literally like our a, Finsta. Shared Instagram. A, it's shared, like a shared a shared Finsta fun Instagram almost if you will if you so will. that's super fun go follow that subscribe to the show if you aren't already so that you it's don't miss an follow episode every week or follow it's called follow my bad follow follow and now let's get into the episode I think this is going to be a good one also my apologies if I Sounds sick for the episode. I do have the cold that's going around. The cold that everyone has. The cold that's going the cold. around. We are sitting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're sitting um, on our respective beds right now. We usually sit down at a desk like next to each other and record this. But I, since day one, have been envisioning us sitting in bed recording this. So that's what we're doing today. I finally convinced you, Catherine, to do it, and the cords are long enough that we're literally no, sitting... No, they're, they're, like, draped across We're the sitting room. across from each other in our own beds, and we're just across from each other talking, which is, like, kind of cool because it makes it just, like, a casual, natural conversation rather than sitting, like sitting upright up at a desk a together. That's yeah. why I've always wanted to do this because it just feels, like, so much more of a natural typical conversation for us so true yes time is flying recently though like i feel like life is finally starting to pick back up which is super exciting i hope we're all feeling that way and it just feels so fast it's kind of cool though i think how you just adapt to what's going on like over the summer we had four months at home very slow at the beach very slow pretty much just us and when that started it took me a while in the beginning to get used to after being in boston and being in the city and being super busy and it took me a while to actually de-stress and slow myself down like i remember at the beginning of the summer i was honestly kind of going through it and was like super stressed super anxious because i just felt like i had to keep myself in that like busy high stress situation but then i got used to it I slowed myself down and it was really nice now on the flip side being back at school in Boston so busy around so many people I feel myself like revving back up and checking back into that busy fast life mode I would kill for one more week of summer like sun and water Mm -hmm. yeah anyway a chill week by the beach but in the moment it took us a while to get into it and appreciate it it took us like basically all summer yeah literally all summer it was only the last couple weeks that we really well not a couple weeks I feel like we didn't really month-ish. start enjoying summer yeah. that much until the last month or so. But knowing that and knowing that, like, I took that for granted, which I feel like we all do, right? I feel like at the end of every summer, everyone's like, oh, my God, summer's almost over. Like, I didn't do anything, blah, 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 because you always just take things for granted when you're actually in the moment. But knowing that, I'm trying to appreciate this phase of life right away because I know how fast it's already going and how fast it's going to go. I and I think we both have been saying yes to things and doing more and living really balanced lives, which, to be honest, is the best feeling. I just love... I love to do everything. And I think a lot of the time people think that they can't be someone who does both. But you can be a person who gets up early for a healthy morning routine, you know, and then still stay up late with friends, have some late nights. You can be super independent and also be super social. 
It's kind of what we were talking about last episode. Coming off the summer when it was just the two of us, like we said, the entire time, it was, it really was just 100% full of the health and fitness side, and we didn't really have, um, as much social life. (laughs) Yeah, which, where's the fun in that, you know? So, it's so much better when you can also go out with friends, you can have those late nights and get both sides of life, and you're still living that healthy lifestyle. Yeah, I think that's when you're truly living your best life, when it doesn't just take one strict path or one, like, super specific focus, but it's full of all of the different things that just make you feel like your best, your happiest, and I fully embodied that yesterday. I had the most independent, bad bitch, queen energy going on during the day, but I went on a walk by the water in Boston, and I just had such a good time being alone and thinking a lot of the time on walks something just comes over me and I have like a reflective therapy session in my head and I just connect with myself and feel so invincible in a way the walks are therapy the walks are really is it's I I I don't know I think it's just like the idea of movement and being alone but it's not like intense movement it's just like very reflective for me calming yeah and but it's enjoyable. You still get some endorphins and it's just like just you and yourself and your thoughts. And that's it's always like flowy, when I have my best flowy. thoughts. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like yeah. everything's flowing. Like your body, your mind, everything is in right. like a light movement. And that's Yeah, because you, you don't go into setting. it being like, I want to think super specifically about this. I just let my mind take me where it wants to go. And most it goes, of the time it, it goes it's everywhere. Very, and yeah, and it goes everywhere. And a lot of the time it's like very reflective. So Yesterday in the morning-ish, I had that, like, very reflective, wellness, nice walk, just feeling like an independent bad bitch. And then when we went out at night with some friends, and I have to say that frat parties are not really my vibe. A musty, sweaty basement has never really done it for me. But I love to meet people, spend time with friends, and sing and dance and laugh and all those good things. And yes, I would personally prefer to be somewhere a little nicer, a little more vibey. Maybe I've outside. always said, just put me on a rooftop. Literally, I said yesterday, I'm a scenic rooftop girl, not a dusty basement girl. But my point is that ultimately, it's the feeling of being with good people and feeling secure and independent and happy and fun that I want. And so I'll do my own thing with the situation that I have. And last night turned out to be a really good time. So last night was like the epitome of like a, you can do both day for me, you know? And in those settings, it's like, it really doesn't matter where you are because it's the people that make the whole environment. You know, you don't really look around. Even if you're in the musty, dusty basement, like, you're looking at the people people around you. Yeah, and last night, I think for me, was one of the first times where, like, I actually really felt like I knew a decent amount of people, like, was starting to feel comfortable with people because everyone's pretty new to us at this point. And so, like, a lot of the time, the past few weeks... I felt, like, a little bit out of place, like, I didn't really know people, but last night was a really good time, and I really enjoyed my time with people. And my high for the whole week comes from last night, and once again, it was the walk home. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, the walk is our best, like, the best part of the night, because it's just, like, you get to recap, talk to your friends, there's no one else outside, typically, and you guys know that we hype up the daily walk therapy, right? Night walks have the same energy, except for last night. When, let me, okay, let me just preface last night. We had a tropical theme, so we were all dressed in, like, beachy clothes, even though it's, it was kind of cold out. Um, and we're walking home, and it starts downpouring. Pouring rain on us for a solid, like, 30-minute walk home, and we're walking slowly. And we're just walking through puddles, and we're all soaking wet and talking, and it was so fun. And yeah, we kind of just embraced it. We just embraced point. it. Like, people were complaining a little bit, but I was uh, like, of course we I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was so much fun. Once you get rained on a little bit, then, like, what's more rain? Once At that you're point, wet, you're like, already you wet, get, and it's kind of just, like, It can't enjoyable. get worse, so we're just, like, stepping through puddles. It heightens the experience. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was so fun. <laughs> Best okay. walk yet. <laughs> what was your low, then, if that was your high? My like... low was Friday. And the I'm whole talk- day? I'm talking the whole just day. Friday? I'm talking... It was Friday. Okay. Friday was my low of the week. And let me tell you why. Okay, so I have class at 9.50 on Fridays. And that means, that's such an awkward time for class. Because that means I either go to the gym at 6 and, like, wake up really early. So that I have time to, like, get back, shower, do everything, and then get to class on time. Or I go to the gym later. And you guys know my goal from last week was to do the early mornings. 
but I was not just not about to get up that early knowing that I'd be up late that night so I mean I still woke up relatively early but I just took it slow and I journaled like cleaned up stretched made breakfast had a slow morning and loved it until I had to sit through my classes with so much energy and I was so antsy and I was just trying to like keep my composure but it was also one of those days where just nothing was going right and I was so ready to just go and finally work out gym therapy you know it's all therapy um so 5 p.m on a friday i expected the gym to not be so crowded but no 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 it's packed like not even a single piece of floor was available for me so i end of it anyway eventually i finally got a squat rack and i just stayed there camped out the whole workout i was deadlifting and hip thrusting the whole time like only two exercises i did and i loved it it was great um but i don't know where my strength is it's not sounding that bad so far but you need to know that like the energy and the mindset i was in like bad was bad like it was borderline tears i was okay like in the gym oh okay when did it it gets worse (laughs) so the vibes were just off the whole day and it was just like i was so high energy nothing was going right right and i feel like those are so this is like a good part I feel like those days are the days when your gym session is, like, really good. Like, the days where you're not expecting, when you, like, need it, right? Okay. So, it was going well. I don't know where my strength came from because I was, it was, like, lifting way heavier than usual. All of a sudden, I looked down. Blood all down my leg. I had cut my knee open on something. I think, like, when I was deadlifting, the bar scraped my knee on the way up. And I looked down, and just from my knee to my ankle... Is just like pouring blood and so <laughs> i don't know what to do i'm in the middle of the gym so i went and got like an antiseptic wipe and a band-aid from the first aid kit and i like wiped everything up put a band-aid on but i'm sweating like dripping sweat and the band-aid just would not stay on and it was a horrible experience and everyone was just like they weren't i know that like they weren't actually looking at me but i'm like it's packed in there i'm right front and center like fighting back tears making a scene and then, finally, I went home, of course. Of course I saw everyone I knew on the two-minute walk home. Dripping sweat. Like, all black fit because I was I needed to channel that energy. My knees fully cut open. But I had a quick turnaround and went to dinner with my friend um, that I hadn't seen. So, Friday night, it turned out well. Even though I had the worst energy, like, it turned out fine. The day in itself... From an horrible. outsider's perspective, no, did not even sound that bad. You had like an, a good slow. You saw me though, like it was morning, yeah. But but I feel like that just goes to show like it's your mindset can affect it so much. Oh right? yeah, obviously. And you know what I posted on Instagram? I posted off. like a picture of me journaling, like a picture of me sitting in class, like right, a picture no of me at the gym. That even I posted a picture of me at the gym. No so one bad. knows my knees busted open and I'm crying. Right. Highlight right. sometimes. <laughs> Crazy. But we try to diffuse that. I try to show more than just a highlight reel. But. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So my goal for this week, though, we're going to do a little 180, is to be present. Because sometimes I feel like I'm just living my life from above and kind of watching it happen rather than physically living it. If you guys know that feeling, know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So this week I want to put an emphasis on being more present and... Presence maybe not the right word. I want to be more aware of my life happening around me and just, like, feel more grounded. So I'm going to do this by focus so journaling in the morning I'm going to focus on kind of setting intentions with that and then throughout the day checking in with myself to make sure I'm still centered and with it and aware and present rather not just like on autopilot and just going through everything I feel that I feel that okay I'm having a hard time thinking of a specific high for myself for the week I I do think in general I had a pretty good week but I just decided that for my high, I'm going to say tonight, even though it what? hasn't happened yet. But we're going to a concert tonight. I keep forgetting that. Yeah, I know. I literally keep forgetting. I'm, like, sitting here, and I'm like, whoa. Like, I fully have to pull myself together and go to a concert tonight. I but have to get us together. We're in a Quinn 92. If you guys know Quinn 92, you might also know him as Quinn, Quinn XCII. XCII. <laughs> if you don't know the numbers. But I guess um, you say it 92. I didn't learn that until, like, I don't know, a year ago or something. But very, very excited to go to a concert because... I mean, it's been, like, years at this point, probably. Like, probably two years or something. And I love concerts, and I love Quinn 92. I feel like his music is, like, 
such a good concert vibe because it's just like fun yeah, i know all be, the words yeah. like it's just fully my vibe and it kind of is like summery music vibe too which is just like i think it's gonna be it's such just a fun like happy time. music and we want to bike there we want to take city bikes and bike to the concert and I just because the subway doesn't reach the like the concert venue it doesn't like it's not very convenient and there's no there are no cars in boston like no you can you can't get an uber yeah so well i've had a so lot we're gonna of, be biking i've had a lot of good moments this week but i'm gonna go ahead and say that tonight sunday night is gonna top it all my low i think my low is feeling unprepared or last minute to things all week I feel like I let a lot of work go until the last second, and on multiple occasions, I was trying to finish homework right before class, and yeah. then sprinting over about to be late, and Catherine knows, because she was like, She would be in the apartment, doing? and I'd be like, your class is starting in five minutes. And I was like, you need to try leave. to do my homework. Yeah, it was not good this week. I was very much like letting things go until the last minute, which is horrible, because when you do that to yourself... It's not nice to yourself because you're constantly putting yourself in a stressful situation a when you don't have state of to chaos. Be. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't, have, you to don't have to do that to yourself and you just like choose to give yourself high stress levels. So yes, I'm busy, but it's not really about how busy you are. It's so about how you, how you use your it. time. So if I'm going to do the work anyways, it's better for me to pick a time to do it that's well before I need to than to pick the time right before it needs to be done. Because, like, if you're going to do it anyways, why make it more stressful than it has to be? So that's my goal, to really stay ahead of all my work and not feel like I'm sprinting to pull everything together at the last second. And specifically, I really want to do more work outside since... Guys, I just love being outside. Like, I exist outside. And since in Boston... Indoors... Mm-mm. don't exist <laughs> since in boston i know in a month or so it's gonna get freezing i need to appreciate the sunny weather when i have it and go start doing all my work outside this week so it's a good goal yes <laughs> do you want to learn a new language maybe for an upcoming trip maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages maybe you just want a new skill rosetta stone is going to help get you there When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Caroline and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time girls with goals listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything, car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this Ambition Card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the Ambition Card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The Ambition Card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. All right, so you guys have listened to last week's episode and you know 
that this week is a whole double take episode. So with that being said... Welcome, Welcome to Double, Double Take. Take. Ah, I'm mm-hmm. excited. Like, I've been waiting to do an episode like this where we just give our advice for all of your questions and, like, your, your situations life. in life, you know? Because yeah. it's like we can we talk, talk about, about all these different topics want, and but... stuff that, that I think are relevant and helpful. But it's like when you can actually, like, give us a situation about your life and we can give you our advice it's just like so much more personal and i also think it's entertaining like even if you're not getting your own question answered like a lot of these things probably still apply to you can still give you some advice or make you think about things and it's just entertaining to hear about other people's lives and like whether or not you have the same opinions as us is like what you would do or your take on it like and like the the whole point of double take is that even we may have different yeah even we may have different opinions and, and you do not have to, please don't take our advice if you yes, don't want to. This is literally just for fun. are not gods or, like, We have no queens. authority to, like, well, tell you how to live your life. Well, we're queens a okay. little bit because we're all queens. But not in the way that you have to, like, fully follow our rules, right? Legally? Take everything we say and then, like, form your own opinions around it. For legal reasons? For legal this reasons. This is just for fun. This is just my opinion. <laughs> all right. Guys, I have a problem. I've been in love with my guy best friend for over a year and we're super close. He has a girlfriend and I don't want to get in the way. And I've told him that I like him last summer, but he just got together with his girlfriend at that point. At first, I thought it was just a crush that would fade. But honestly, at this point, I don't know if I'll ever find someone that matches me better. And he always says stuff like I'm the most important girl he has in his life and that he would do anything for me. I just don't know what to do because one, I want to tell him, but I can't lose him as a friend. And two, I feel so sorry for his girlfriend, and I don't want to be the girl that ruins relationships, which is why I've been super careful not to cross boundaries. But I'm also so jealous at times. I don't know, maybe you guys have a good tip or have been in a similar situation, because this is really messing with my head. I want to say respect for you for, like, having had this crush for a while, but waiting it out and not, like, impulsively acting on it because you know that there could be repercussions to this and because you know that there's, like, other people involved. So I think very good on you for, you know, waiting it out and seeing if those feelings are real. And obviously you've come to terms with the fact that, like, the feelings are real and you really see something there and feel something there, which, you know, makes it important. And I like that you shared that you don't want to lose him as a friend because it is so important to understand the value of that aspect of your relationship with him. I don't know the relationship that he has with his girlfriend, but I'm assuming you two have a very different kind of connection and that he values it highly as well. I think also, like, the best relationships are built on friendship, whether you really were friends for a while before or whether, like, the relationship starts and you you just, like, have that friendship aspect to it as well. Because it's, like, that's what it's all about. It's a relationship. No, for me, for me, my brain, like, step one goes straight to platonic. Because I need that foundation. Otherwise, like, I don't care. Yeah, I'm not, like... Otherwise, I'm not into ...physically it. attracted to someone un- unless I actually like who they are as a person or, like, feel that, like, friendship, deeper connection with them. So, I think that this has a lot of potential, <laughs> but there is that third party involved that makes it kind of complicated. And I think you have good intentions and awareness, specifically, within the situation because you're thinking of her you know you don't want to mess anything up but if this is affecting you a lot you might want to just take a step back from the friendship entirely for now which I know is a lot but hear me out at this stage in your life relationships are temporary meaning we're learning from them okay and we're they're relatively short-lived at this stage in your life so he and his girlfriend will don't hold me to anything but like they will break up and at that point when the force that is causing you so much stress right now is no longer putting that pressure on you, you can go back to being friends with him and continue that relationship. So stopping a relationship when all you want to do is continue it and deepen it is so hard and every stage of it is hard, but sometimes that's what you need to do because time is going to go on no matter what and there's going to be a point where you can continue that relationship in the way that you want, but right now 
given your feelings for him and the fact that he has a girlfriend and you don't want to mess with that, taking yourself out of the equation and, like, you prompting that for yourself rather than waiting for, like, a disaster to happen, God forbid, um, might be the best option. Yeah, I think if you guys are best friends, obviously there's a really strong connection there that probably in the long term will go a lot farther than this relationship with his girlfriend, right? Um, We're all very young. I don't think most relationships that people are in right now are, like, endgame. Like, I think that they probably will break up at some point. And that's when you're still there as the best friend and you guys have continued to build that friendship and that relationship and then there might be an opportunity to take it a step further but if you do it now and come between them even if it does work out even if he's like wait I do want to be with you then your story is always going to be that you broke up another relationship right and I feel like there's always going to be a little bit of resentment there even if it like ends up being the best relationship ever you both still know that like that's how it started so I kind of think waiting it out and no, I'm saying like you you like think put that the she friendship should... put the whole friendship on pause because right now okay because otherwise Cause what are you doing otherwise so it's no different space. Yeah. otherwise it's no different than what you're doing right now today okay so if you put the whole friendship on pause like knowing it will it'll come back it will come back and it'll come back better and you'll be able to take it wherever you want to go or maybe like when you say pause you're not like literally ending the friendship no but, but maybe like, like take a step yeah, back take a little bit of a step take back a step maybe back, find like, other people to give your energy towards maybe you'll find someone else that you think is great now, too and then or other great friends as well and then it'll it'll happen in the future because that's again you probably have, i'm assuming you have a different connection than Mm-hmm. he does with i'm i'm a firm believer that like if there really is a connection there that oh, something happen. will happen at some point at some point like so many times i i meet people and if there's like a spark or a connection right away i like don't rush it because i know that something will happen at Eventually. some point and that the timing just has to line up perfectly and it's better or, that not way. perfectly but that like there might be a better time or there might be like a different path or story but sometimes you just know that there are people that like something will happen with at some point but you don't need to rush it and you don't need mm-hmm. to make it happen right now if it's going to turn out better by waiting a little bit. And with all this, I think you're probably pretty good at this because of how you worded the question. But like communication, even now, even when you go back to being super close, like in re-communicate how you feel like communication in any capacity is so necessary. I know I was in a kind of similar situation and like my guy best friend for so long but we were we were just friends but like obviously we weren't just friends but nothing ever happened because we neither of us like communicated anything or did anything about it and then eventually when the relationship did change we continued to not talk about it and not communicate about it and then eventually like we just lost our whole baseline of being really close because we didn't know how to navigate that so through everything through like if you're going to take a step back if you come back to it just like if you guys are close enough it's going to be easy not easy but like it's going to make sense to make everything really clear and talk through it all so the fact that you have communicated it already you're killing it you're handling it well and I don't want you to have to lose the relationship as a whole so just right I say play the long game here like I'm running for you I think that it's you um, in the long game, but you don't have to rush it right now if that means, like, going into it in maybe a little bit of a negative way. So. Yes. Yes. Either way, though, whatever you decide to do, I we hope support that it you. all works out well and that everyone's where they should be and with mm-hmm. who they should be with, which is probably you, but. It's probably you. But give it a minute. How do you leave a relationship that you outgrew but feel guilty for abandoning that person? He doesn't want to let go and tells me I'm selfish and that we're different and that I shouldn't let go. And now I'm second-guessing myself. Like, maybe I can have him in my life with boundaries. He says, you're all I have and I don't want to be another person that leaves him. I'm stuck on what to do. It seems to me like you have communicated, at least to some degree, that he is not respecting those boundaries. So, in this situation, I don't think having him remain in your life, even with boundaries, is going to work. Yeah, it's normal to outgrow people. You should be outgrowing people. People should be outgrowing you, honestly, or just growing in a different direction. And it's hard, but when you put the effort into 
honoring that, you can feel how valuable it can be to simply grow in a different direction and, like, leave a relationship in the past in the place where it was the best and most positive and leave it and not and not drag it on while you're growing you know kind of leave it in that sweet spot and it sounds to me like you know that you want to leave this relationship right like you know that you've outgrown this you've pretty much decided in your head that it's over for you and you want to leave it in the past so i think you need to stick with that gut decision and not let his guilt tripping mm-hmm. make you second guess your tripping. decision yeah something we talked about last episode is about how you need to be selfish at times and this is one of those times you know you need to make yourself a priority especially in a draining and stressful situation like this is usually if something is super stressful and draining like she said the answer is no like the answer that is means no. that you already know the answer and you're just like fighting with yourself to try to maybe Mm -hmm. prove yourself differently when you already know the answer so this is telling you again no yeah and you're saying that he says you're all i have no that he doesn't someone else can't leave him like that is just trying to make you feel guilty for just knowing what's right for you and And you do not deserve to be guilty and you don't deserve like that's just a red flag in itself red flags yeah Mm -hmm. so i think you know what to do girl but That still is a very difficult situation. Outgrowing or leaving anyone can be difficult, but I think it's the right thing to do in this situation, and I think you know that. How do you know what you're being called to do? This is a question that I love because it's so important, right? Like, we all want to feel like we have a purpose. We all want to feel like we're really, like, doing something with our lives. But how do we know what that is? That is, like such a big question and so relevant to everyone's lives but like there really is no defined answer because everyone is called to do different things you might feel passionate about different things at different points in your life I will say that in my short lifetime right I'm only 19 I have always been a very passionate person like I get passionate about things I get I can just like feel strongly about a lot of things and so I've always known that I like have a purpose and that I want to do something big and that I want to make an impact and that I really want this feeling of being called to do something but I've never really known what it was going to be and until now yeah kind of and it's I feel still like things are coming together it's but it's still always evolving but it's like my point is that throughout my entire life I've always just believed that I had a purpose and that I didn't need to define exactly what that was at every point and that can also change a couple years ago when everything clicked with me with health and fitness and I became so passionate about that it became very clear to me that my purpose at least for the time being is to help other girls transform their lives through health and fitness and confidence and all of that and to to really spread this message of empowerment And so that is something that I'm really passionate about and, like, feeling called to right now. But I also know that I'm only 19 and there are so many other things that I am passionate about and could be called to for the rest of my life. So I don't think that you have to be able to answer that question. I think the part of that is the being called to. Like, being passionate about something is one thing, but being called to do something is a completely different idea. And you don't need to be called to do anything. You can be passionate about something and follow... follow those passions and you know develop those passions without it being like your calling yes you know what What you're called to do or your purpose of life and all of these big questions are things that you get to define yourself because I literally said this to me Catherine like right before we started this I was like your perception is your reality right like how you view your world is is your world right there's no like one that's answer. what i've been saying forever okay that's well, like all i say well that's what i'm saying right now like so you get to choose you get to choose what's in your world you get to choose what's most important you get to choose mm-hmm. all of it and it can be ever-changing i think that we put a lot of pressure on like my calling like it has to be this one thing but it, no, doesn't, it doesn't have to be you the the thing that needs to happen is your belief in yourself 
that you believe that whatever you do whatever feel called to in the, in the moment, moment, that you can do it to the best of your ability. Yeah. Right? The core thing is that self-belief that you can do everything that you want to, everything that you set your mind to, and that you deserve to do all of those things. What those things actually are, are honestly the least important part. Because they can manifest yeah, your- in so many different things. It's what you do with it. Also, what I think is so cool is, like, Vera Wang designed her first dress at 40, which is, by social standards, so, so late to be just starting a brand new career. Okay, so you don't know, you don't need to know what you're called to do right now, or honestly ever, like, some people never Mm -hmm. know what they're called to do. And that's perfectly fine. Yeah, it's... Talk to, like, any, just from a career standpoint, talk to any adult in your life. I bet you most of them have had, like, three or four careers. Entirely distinct careers. Our dad went to college to be a civil engineer. He did that for a minute, and then he got into business, and now he works in, like, the footwear and apparel industry. And he's done a couple things in that, and he's been passionate and dedicated to everything everything. that he's done but i also know that he's gonna retire at some point and he's excited about finding something else that he's called to do or that he's like passionate about and that excites him in the moment look for the things in life that excite you that you could talk about for hours or do for hours and it feels like a minute you know the things that just feel like not necessarily like that they come so easily but that you're just like so drawn to them you always enjoy what you're doing you feel most like yourself when you're doing those things and then lean into those see what you can do with it I feel like that is kind of how to find what you're being called to do is like what are those things that fuel your fire I love the group of friends I'm in and honestly they're the best people in my hometown but none of them have the same goals as me I live on an island, so I know everyone, and I can't really meet new people. I don't want to stop hanging out with them, but we have different priorities, and I feel like I become more gossipy and less productive when I'm around them. Like I said before, I love them all so much. I'm just wondering how I can shift our conversations and time together so they're interested in self-betterment, too. Everyone has different goals in life and different interests and everything, and I think some friendships should be contradictory. Having a friendship with someone who isn't exactly like you, can give you so much perspective and can be so valuable. Their way of thinking and their lifestyle can open you up to different lifestyles that you might enjoy or might solidify the current lifestyle that you have now. And those are both great things. I have a lot of people in my life that are really important to me, but we don't have much exactly in common besides each other. And it works. And I think that's so interesting. Like, I love that concept. That said, you need friends that share your same interests and values and people who can support you and amplify your own life, make you better in in those goals. And if you're listening, I'm going to assume that you like to move a lot and eat well often and surround yourself with positive and uplifting things. So having friends that fit both the consistent and contradictory parts of yourself is so essential. So maybe you don't need to try and change the conversation of your current friends entirely, but finding other people in your community that fit that position and are genuinely passionate about it, like organically genuinely passionate about it, could be a game changer for you. So if you see someone your age at the gym or someplace like a smoothie bar. I don't know. Introduce yourself or you said you already know most people. Like if you know someone that has those passions, even if you're in different friend groups or if you've never talked before, talk to them. Just start a conversation. Even if it goes nowhere, like what's the worst that's going to happen? You had a conversation. Yeah, I would also say that maybe a lot of your friends could become passionate about things or could become interested in those too and they just need to spark that interest, Mm -hmm. you know? So, if you do want to bring some of those interests into you and your friends' time together, maybe suggest kind of doing those things. Make them more consistent in your friendship. In a natural way. Try new healthy restaurants for lunch. Go for nice walks together. You said you live on an island. I'm sure that 
you can go for some like awesome walks or hikes or bike rides or runs or something like that outside you know being outside with these people um you know instead of I don't know I don't know what you regularly do but like instead of sitting at home and talking go for a walk and talk you can even talk about the same things and just you're kind of bringing that part of your lifestyle into it and you could easily be sparking interest in them and you know evolving your friendship and your relationship you can even do that with just one or two people if a couple people seem to be more interested and you know take more to that rather than the entire group if not everyone is running with it should i travel or go get a job after my degree this is a loaded question because obviously everybody's situations are very different but i think that the fact that you're even asking this question and considering it tells me that you should go travel it sounds like that is something that you want to do and that you're feeling drawn to if we're going to use that word since that was in mm-hmm. another question no no it was called to called to, called to do. oh sorry if that's something that you're feeling called to do go for it because your life is yours to live truly like it is absolutely your life and so if you know that there is something that is going to make your life better make it the life that you want to live and you have the opportunity to do that absolutely take it i know that travel is something that i've been missing so much so so much and Catherine and i have talked about this a lot before but we grew up kind of internationally we lived in hong kong for four years growing up and we're able we to travel we're able to travel we all around southeast asia while we were there experience so many different cultures and just like fell in love with traveling and at that point in our lives we envisioned ourselves traveling consistently and frequently for forever for the rest of our lives but then when we moved back to new hampshire for high school we obviously didn't do as much international travel it was a lot harder right and we actually graduated high school early with the intention of taking a few extra months and then all of our summer to travel reconnect with that part of ourselves and then obviously COVID happened and we weren't able to do it so now it's like been years honestly since I've traveled internationally and there's yeah like and Catherine is saying there's all this pent-up want and need to travel and so I know exactly what you're feeling especially right now if you're asking should I travel or get a job after my degree I don't know if that's a couple years down the line or if that's right now but go travel truly like there is nothing as special as traveling and being able to like dive into other cultures and experience new things and just like truly immerse yourself in yeah, this other immerse life yourself in another life like that's what it's all about yeah there's so many different lives and like i i want to live experience them all like i don't want i don't want to just learn about them i don't want to just see them like i want to genuinely live mm-hmm. them and experience them yeah we're both international business majors and we watched this TED talk the other day about a single story about how you kind of have this single story about every place just based on what you've read about it or what you've seen in the media and stuff and you really don't know somebody's experience unless you've experienced it yourself so that idea of being able to like travel and experience all these different lives almost because if you're doing it right and you're kind of just throwing yourself into this new environment oh my god it adds so much to your life so much perspective that then so much perspective. when you like, the do way get you a think, job yeah the way you act the way you carry yourself is just mm-hmm. forever expanded yeah that so when you when you do go get a job not only will you like have all of this perspective and experience you probably have more of an understanding of who you are and what you want to do I just I don't think there's anything bad that can come from that from taking that break from like the linear path that we're all set on to just experience things because like what is life if it's not if you're not experiencing everything that you want to experience it's literally your life it's you can once again like that's, once again, you can do whatever you want. With that's it. what it comes down to. That's what everything comes down to is that it is your life and you need to do everything that you want to do. That's to the entire make message of this whole thing. Like it is you're your excited life. to live and you're proud to live. So live it. So live it. So live it. Life's what you make it. So let's make it right. Let's make it rock.
Let's make oh damn. Life's what oh you make God. it, so let's make it rock. I love Hannah Montana and I really did that. That was embarrassing. At the same time, obviously some people don't have the opportunities to go travel because you need to get a job for money right after school, you know? It doesn't yeah, it doesn't have to be right after your right after your degree was the question. We know that not everyone has the opportunity to to do that and to travel, even though you can travel on a budget. There are so many ways these days that you can have amazing life experiences on a budget. But if you have the opportunity to do it, do it. If you don't have the opportunity to do it and you need to get a job right after school, then do that and then find other experiences that you can have in life that are enriching as well. And maybe travel later. I don't know. But I just, there's just, travel's so important. I think everyone should travel if you have the opportunity to. So if you do, go for it. I'm a sophomore in college and it's my first year on campus because of COVID. I've been here for three weeks and I'm still having trouble making friends. I only have one roommate and she's basically the only person I hang out with. And I just want to meet more people. I've been hanging out with one of my friends from class and her group but I don't want to force myself into the group. I can get pretty lonely and just don't know what to do. Retweet. <laughs> I feel like I literally could have written this myself. We're sophomores in college too, and I know exactly how you're feeling. Personally, last year felt like a wasted year, school and social life-wise. I barely made any good friends, and now that I'm back in school and finally starting to meet new people, I definitely feel so behind and like I missed out on so much. Something that I've been thinking a lot about lately, though, to kind of put it in perspective for myself, is what do I look like to an outsider? Or, like, what does my situation look like to an outsider? Think about what someone who doesn't actually know you sees of you. They see you hanging out with your roommate. They see you hanging out with your friend from class and her group of friends seemingly having a good time and all being friends. From an outside perspective, you look like you have it all together. So everyone that you see that you think has it all figured out could easily be feeling the exact same way and likely they are we felt alone last year both of us um in just not feeling like we had made a lot of great friends and that we were kind of missing out and then when we got to school this year and we were open with how we were feeling about that so many people felt the exact same way last year was weird but it was weird for all of us and we all kind of went through the same thing and i guarantee you that other people just like the two of us, just like you, are feeling the exact same way. So, how do you move forward, though? A couple of things. I would be honest with the people around you about how you feel, because you'll probably bond over it. Tell them that you feel so behind because you weren't on campus last year, and that you feel like it's been hard to find your people. You'll be surprised at how many people feel the exact same way and just aren't talking about it. And you need to give yourself time. We've also been at school for three weeks, and... We don't have a super solid friend group either, but we've definitely been making an effort to just meet lots of people and be open-minded and find those people who we do really vibe with. Mm-hmm. I'm literally just at a point now where I'm finally remembering names. Like, finally. It's not going to oh, happen yeah. immediately. You can't beat yourself, up after, beat yourself up after three weeks. And I know that's frustrating because if you don't click with people right away, you think that there's no one out there for you. I'm the same way. Yeah. I tend to kind of make assumptions pretty fast. But give people time. Put yourself out there, have more conversations, and I promise that will happen. I'm literally preaching to myself right now because I feel like there are a lot of people who at this point I could see myself being really great friends with if I put in the work and if I continue to build the relationships. So that's what I have to do. That's what you have to do. We're Check all in back this in one in together. like a month. Yeah. Not and not even a month is like so sure honestly it it can take a long time to really find your people so embrace where you're at right now and put an effort into it because I'm one who will very much like sit back in terms of like friendships and relationships and stuff and I'm trying to be a little bit more assertive and putting effort into that so how do you remain positive when you aren't seeing results every single day can go back and forth whether you're talking about physical results from fitness or mental results from all of the efforts that you're putting into self-growth it's not linear, and that can be frustrating. Wait, I'm going to read you a text that I sent to me, Catherine, yesterday. I literally, on my hot girl walk that I was telling you about, I texted her, I'm feeling so in between. Like, I can't tell if a new era has already started or if I'm in the world's longest transition period. 
everything in life is ultimately moving forward, but it's happening so damn slowly. And it is happening so slowly. So slowly. And it's really frustrating. Yeah. It's easier said than done, but you have to enjoy the process. The truth is that there really is no end. There are just different phases and different feelings. I've had phases in life where I have felt so fit and confident with my body, and then some phases where I don't like what I see, and it feels like a constant struggle to get there. I've also had some phases where I feel so secure and confident in who I am, and so happy with how my life feels. I've also had some phases where I feel so secure and confident in who I am, and so happy with how my life feels, and then others that feel like nothing is lining up and everything is hard and heavy and frustrating. Life comes in waves. You're not going to ever reach a goal and then have it stay that way forever. Things go up and then things inevitably go down, and sometimes you have no control over that. What you can control is how you react. Do you let bad moments keep you down, or do you put in your best effort every day to get back up? Visualize what you want in life in every single aspect, and then redefine that for yourself and believe wholeheartedly that you can have it. And then show up every day with that in mind, working towards it. It's not going to be linear, and it may feel like you're taking steps back all the time, but if you truly know what you want, and if you really genuinely believe that you can have it, then you will, and you will always be moving towards it, even if it's slow. And again, the end goal is never the end. Like, there is no end. Mm -hmm. And that end goal isn't the only rewarding part. Enjoy the journey, enjoy all the ups and downs, and focus on self-love above all else. You really have to be there for yourself. That's what everything is about. Thank you guys so much for listening and for being a part of this episode. If your question didn't get answered this week, be sure to send it in for future episodes because we do this as a segment at the end of every single episode. So send in your questions or anything you want advice on, either through the Discord or you can DM us on Instagram. All of that's linked in the show notes. All of it's linked in the show notes. Or get to our Instagrams. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed (laughs) this episode. We will see you next Next Monday. Monday. It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. Palmetto Porch.com.